I, I told you that um, the Lord was putting me on a fast. And, and I said, okay, Lord, because I, I wanted to be more sensitive to hearing from God, sensitive to what he's saying. And I said, okay, Lord. So I started my fast on last Sunday at midnight. And pastor, our, our, our fast day is uh, Wednesdays. And usually, usually on my fast day, my body fights me like a champ. I mean, by 12 o'clock, my stomach is growling like I hadn't fed it in years. So, you know, and the and, and Lord said, I want you to go on this fast. And I said, okay, Lord, I'm going to give you my title. My message says, Faith Speaks. Deal with your unbelief. This is why I'm talking about my fast. Because I said, there's some areas in my life I want to get rid of unbelief in my life. And quiet as it's kept. And don't look at me like I'm the only one with unbelief in, 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 your, in my life. Because you got it too. I just thought I'd let you know that. So I want to, I want to deal with my, with my unbelief. So he put me on this fast. So I said, well, Lord, I don't know how long you're going to put me. But I'm here until you say stop. And I said, body, you line up. Because you're, you're on for a ride now. So we started out, money was good. I said, okay, just me and my water, just drinking my water. I said, all right, we're good. Money came through. Went, you know, I was, all right, this is okay, Lord, this is good. Tuesday came, Wednesday came. I said, no, wait a minute, Dora. Now, we, you haven't fed me since Sunday night. This is now Wednesday. What is going on? I said, but guess what? You're going to line up That's with right. the word of God. Right. Because the Lord says, by the stripes that Jesus bore, I'm already healed. Right. So until my body starts acting like you knew what the word of God says, buddy, you are on it. You're on, you on this path. So Thursday came. Friday came. I said, I said, well, Lord, I'm in for the long haul. If you say we're going 40 days, we're going for I don't even care. My body got to the point where it even stopped. Said she's not listening to us. She's no matter. And um, let me tell you, well, I have the daycare, so I have to feed the kids, and so I'm cooking their lunch and everything, and I'm looking at their lunch. And, and my my favorite thing is hot dogs. I think we did hot dogs on Friday. Jackson, he was having problems with hot dogs, and I'm looking at them hot dogs. And said, boy. Do you realize I haven't eaten since Sunday night and you won't eat these hot dogs? I said, I am, I'm not eating those hot dogs. But, I, you know, but my body was talking to me. I said, no, you're going to listen. Because, see, when we, when we decide that we're going to do what the Lord says, you know, you, you know you're going you're to have to do some things. So fasting was the thing that I had to do. So um, well, I got through Friday night. Pastor said, you know, I'm tired of eating by myself. I said, well, it's not that you're not eating. I mean, I cook this food, and so, you know, and I sit there, and I, I have my tea, I have my water, I had a, a shake. So I said, I'm all, you know, it's not that you're alone. It's just that I'm just not eating what you're eating. Right. And um, I said, because I want my faith to speak. Yes. I want my faith to speak loud in my life. And I said, Lord, I'm doing what you told me to do. So he said, deal with your unbelief. And I said, I'm going to do that, and I want to be sensitive to hearing what you want me to do. And I'm just telling you how, how sensitive, you know, I'm starting to be where I'm hearing what the Lord says. On yeah. Friday, you know, um, Lord said, I want you to get $100 out. So I said, okay. So I, um, I asked the pastor, you know, while you were out, if you could just go by the bank or whatever and, and get me this $100. Right. So, so he was in the store. I said, while you're there, just tell him from the store you want to take out an extra 100 so he, he, he did just that, came home, he took out the extra 100 So Saturday I had an appointment, had somewhere to go, so he said, I want you to take that 100 with you. I said, all right. So I knew I needed a certain amount of money, but he said, I want you to take it all. Okay, so I took it all, and while I was there, something came up in that household that they needed that extra money that I bought. I said, Lord, 
I am getting sensitive. I'm, I'm really hearing what you said. So Saturday, I was at, at Staples. He said, take out $40. I never take out extra money because I don't, I don't believe in that. Take out $40. I said, okay, Lord, I promise I'm being sensitive. I'm going to do what you tell me to do. By mid that day, I needed that money. I had to give part of that money away. I said, Lord, I, I, you know, I, I could have shouted in there, in there all by myself because I said, I'm listening. I'm, I am getting sensitive. So I know that the, 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 the trauma I just took my body through, it, it's, it's working. And I said, body, you're going to listen. So Friday, I was sitting down, and I got up, and my knee popped. And I said, did you hear that? He said, yeah, I heard that. I said, all right, body, you ready to go another week? You ready to go another week? You better get it together. So I'm walking, and I'm telling this, I'm telling this knee what it's got to do. I said, Look, I don't mind if I got to go another week for you to listen, because the Lord said by the stripes that he, that Jesus bore, I'm already here. You ready for another week? Because see, the first time I went on my fast, it was, you want another hour. You want another day. Now I said, no, 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 you want another week? You are going to listen because the word of God is true. I don't care what, whatever man. He said, let every man be a liar, but God be true. I, and I said, okay, you better get it together. So I'm walking. And I don't know when that pain left. But I said, that's right. I know, you, I know you heard me because I know my body did not want to go another week without food. But I said, Lord, I don't care. I'm with, I mean, he... Normally, if I say, I'm not going to eat for a week, you know, good and well, I wouldn't be able to do it. it just, this wouldn't happen. But when the Lord said, this is what I want you to do, he took me through. Saturday morning, he said, okay, today at 5 o'clock, you can stop your fast. I said, okay, just like that. So 5 o'clock came and gone, passed, 6 o'clock, I think 7 o'clock is when we finally did get something. And when we did eat, I wasn't hungry. My body wasn't hungry because, see, Fasting and prayer trains, it trains your body. I want you to go with me to Matthew 17. Because the Lord was talking to his disciples about this same situation because they uh, were in a little bit of unbelief. Matthew 17, 20, and 21. Okay, and 17 said, Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him hither to me. And Jesus rebuked the devil, and he departed out of him, and the child was cured. I'm going to 18. 19. Then came the disciples of Jesus apart and said, Why could not we cast him out? Verse 20 says, here's the answer. And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief, because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall be moved, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. How be it, this thing goeth out only, goeth not out, but by prayer and fasting. See, they wanted to know, Lord, how come we couldn't cast that devil out of that boy? He says, because of your unbelief. Because of your unbelief, because you didn't believe the word that I gave you. I gave you the authority to cast out devils, to heal the sick, to raise the dead. And you, seeing this boy flipping out in front of you, caused unbelief. And he said, you know the only way you're going to get rid of it? It's through fasting and prayer. And, and I know for a fact for myself, that's what I had to do. I had to go and, and, and get to the point where I trained train my body and said, no, 
You are going to do what the word of God says. You are not the boss here. And I, I, I talked to daycare children. I said, who's the boss? I said, I'm the group activity leader here. So we're going to do what I say. And that's what I told my body. You're going to do what I say. And I say what the word of God says. So he and, and we've been teaching. I've been teaching on speaking the word. And you have to speak to your mountain. And back on the back table, this um, uh, a mountain and some scriptures and prayers that I want you to pray. When there is a mountain in your life. So the Lord wants us to know that fasting, for one, does not move God. And for years as a child, I said, boy, we're going to do this fast and we're going to get God to, he's going to come down and he's going to do this and he's going to do that. And that's what I thought. And I went into that fast thinking, I'm going to move God's hand. Fasting is not for God. Fasting does not move God. Fasting, okay, does not move God. Fasting is for us. It moves us into the position to receive what God has for us. Prayer is about your relationship with God through Jesus Christ. Prayer will increase your confidence about your relationship with God. If you don't spend any time in prayer and fasting, you will not have a relationship with God. You won't have it. You will not have a relationship because you don't even know him. And when he begins to give you his word, you won't believe it because you have no confidence in him. So you need to spend some time getting in a relationship with your father, getting in the position of worshiping him. I mean, worshiping him every day. Thank you, Lord. Begin to put him in remembrance. When I sit down and begin to think what God has done for me, I, I start to cry because he's done so much. He's brought me out of situations that I could not in myself do. It only took God that could do it. And I sit and think and say, Lord, I know you love me. And because you love me, you brought me through this situation. You, you said I would be the head and not the tail, and you brought me out. But you have to get into a position where you're hearing from the Lord. So the Lord wants us to know in prayer, we're going to ask. And Matthew 7 and 8 says, For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and he that knocketh it shall be open unto you. You have to get to the place where you're asking of God what is for you. Ask. He said, you ask and you shall receive. But fasting, um, when you get to start fasting, you get out of the natural and get more into the supernatural. You let your body know you are not ruling here the spirit man. We are spirit, soul, and we live in a body. See, what's been happening, our body and our soul have been running together doing whatever they want to do and the spirit man is is weak because you haven't fed him you haven't given him the word of god you haven't done anything and weak the spirit man is trying to say no don't go that way no don't do that and and he's he he shouldn't be weak but he is because you haven't fed him you haven't spent time in the word to get the confidence in the word to know that i'm going to be all right i don't have to go down that road the lord he gives you he speaks contrary to public opinion god is speaking to us all the time all the time he is speaking. But if you're not listening, if you're not hearing what he's saying, you're going to override because it's three-part, you're a three-part being, and your mind, your will, and your emotions, and your body are running rampant. They're just doing whatever they want to do. Oh, I did that sin. I didn't get caught. Oh, well, you know, I got, got away with that one. So they start again. Your spirit man said, don't do that. Don't go that way. Don't say that. I don't need you over there. I need you over here. And body and body, body and soul. Just, 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 just. But see, you want to stop all that running from that body and the soul? Put it on the fast. Right. When you start, and, and first thing, when you tell your body you're going on a fast, it doesn't believe you. 
And it doesn't believe that you're going to stick to it. So he said, oh, yeah, she did that before. <laughs> By 12 o'clock, she was still, she was cheating, eating part of the kids' food. She ain't, she ain't going to do nothing. And your body will talk trash to you. That's right. It will talk. I mean, they had the, the, um, the, the, the draft, and, and people was talking smack about the eagles and all this stuff. I said, y'all can talk whatever. See, your body talks smack to you, too. Yes. And say, it's not happening. Yes. And you quote the description by the stripes that Jesus bore, that you already healed. Yes. And, and your body said, who? Are you talking to me? Yeah. You say, I'm healed? Yeah. And then you hear that pain. You feel that pain, and you go to walking, and you go to limp. I, I said, no, you have to be the deciding witness. And you speak the word. Lord said, you speak to your mountain. And we, for years, have spoke about the mountain. We prayed to God about the mountain. We told everybody else about our mountain. And he said, what are we supposed to do with our mountain? I want you to speak to your mountain. So when you're getting into the fasting and the praying, it moves us into an area of confidence in the word of God. Because the more you hear the word, the more you spend time with the Lord, the more you spend time with his word, you start to build the confidence and you're hearing what he's saying. And then that unbelief and that doubt's got to go. And I've been telling you, have been talking the past couple of weeks about unbelief. And I was reading a book by Andrew Walmack, and he was talking about in this same area about unbelief. And he had just prayed for a man that had died, and the Lord raised the man up, so he was excited. So he said, you know, there's nothing that the Lord can't do. And so he, the next meeting he went to, he saw a man in a wheelchair, and he was excited. He said, I just saw the dead raised, so I know this man in a wheelchair is just nothing. So he said he was preaching his message, and he, was, he could hardly wait to finish, so he go over and minister to this young man. So this man was six foot tall. He was, he was in the wheelchair. So after he finished his message, he went over and mentioned him and said, get up out of that chair in the name of Jesus. And he grabbed this man by the hand and pulled him up. Uh-huh. And the man fell flat on his face. And the whole church said, oh, you know how to get that little gasp? And, you know, and he's, he, 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 was, he couldn't understand what was the problem. And, you know, and he said he had to wrestle the man up because he's a paraplegic. He couldn't, he, have, he was paralyzed. He couldn't move his arms, he couldn't move his So he had to wrestle this man up and put him back into his chair and say, be warm to be filled in Jesus' name. And he said he got back to his hotel room and said, Lord, what happened? I just saw the dead raised. I just prayed and this dead, dead man was raised from the dead and I couldn't get this man up out of this wheelchair. And he, he, he couldn't for the longest. And he said, that's when the Lord started teaching him about unbelief. So he was reading a book by Smith Wigglesworth. And Wigglesworth, he was a, a preacher from the 1900s. And he had, I mean, all counts thousands of healings. So Wigglesworth, when he began to, before he would speak, he says, the first person that gets up here on this stage will be healed. This is even before he does, does his message. And that's how he preaches. He says, first one up here, you're going to pray, you're going to be healed. So the, these ladies, three ladies, one lady, she had a tumor. She, uh, it was, she said she, he looked, she looked like she was nine months pregnant. She had this tumor. Yeah. And it had zapped all of her strength. And it took two ladies to bring her up and put, take her on the stage. So they got her on the stage. And uh, Smith Wiggle said, let her go. They said, she can't stand. If we let her go, she's going to fall. He said, let her go. So they let the lady go. Down she went on this tumor. And she's hollering and screaming. And he said, pick her up. So the audience is, is having fits because you know, he said, Pick her up. So he picked, they, the two ladies picked her up off of the floor, and he said, let her go. And he, they said, we can't let her go. She's going to fall. He said, let her go. So they let her go, and 
bam, down she went again on this tumor. He said, pick her up. So they picked, they picked her up again, and he said, let her go. And the lady said, we'll not let her go. And a man in the audience said, you stop, you beast. How mean can you be to this lady? You stop bothering that lady. He said, you shut up and mind your business. I know my business, and God says she's healed. I said, let her go. They let her go. Bam, that tumor dropped from under her dress, and she was healed. One area was no unbelief. The other was unbelief. See, with, with Andrew Womack, he saw when that man hit the ground, he didn't do what Smith Wigglesworth said to pick her up. He's down there and he's praying, telling the man, oh, I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. I embarrass you. I embarrass, you know, and he's trying to get the man up. So when Andrew Womack, he said, it took him two years before he saw that, that account of what happened. He said, Lord, now I know. My unbelief, when I saw that man hit the floor, and heard the audiences gasping. He said, I, I, you know, I said, oh, he thought immediately about himself. He said, that was pride. What am I going to say? What is he going to do? How did, you know, they're going to talk about me and everything? And he said, should have got the man right back up. And I said, Lord, that's what I'm talking about. I, we have to get to the place where we're not moved by our senses. We are not moved by our senses, what we see, what we hear, what we feel, because our body is going to make sure that you're going to feel that pain. I mean, when, that, when my knee popped, I, I mean, it's like somebody stabbed it and it was burned. I said, Lord Jesus. And I said, oh, no, no, no. I said, we're not having this. By the stripes that Jesus bore, I'm already, and, I, and I'm walking, and I'm rubbing this knee, and I'm telling this knee, Lord, no. So he just said, what have you been teaching? I said, that's right, I'm speaking to this pain, and I began, I went at it. I said, pain, you've got to go. I refuse to have the Lord's given me, he's given me the authority, he's given me the power to use his name. And at the name of Jesus, every knee must bow. Every tongue must confess that Jesus is Lord. And pain, you must bow to the name of Jesus. And that's what the Lord wants us as saints of God to speak to our mountains. Speak to the mountains. We have for years, Lord, why am I not seeing the results that I need to see? Because you're speaking about the mountain. You're telling God, Lord, I want you to speak to my mountain. Lord, I need you to do this for my mountain. He said, that's not what I told you to do. I told you to speak to your mountain. So what is a mountain? A mountain is any problem in your life that is adverse, is contrary to what God says is yours. That's a problem in your life. You have sickness and disease in your body. That's a mountain because that's going contrary to what God says is yours. Jesus said, by the stripes that he bore on his back for all of us, we are already healed. So anything contrary to that is a mountain. What does he want us to do with that mountain? Speak to that mountain. You speak to the mountain. Anything that's slow to come into to fruition that the Lord said is yours, speak to the mountain. And we've been speaking to the mountain of Raymond, what a life fellowship church said. You will obey what the Lord has decreed over this ministry. I said, Lord, and I'm not moved. I'm not moved. I know what you said. He said, you continue to speak to the mountain. Anything that goes against what God says is a mountain in your life. And the Lord says, speak to the mountain. He didn't say ignore it. He didn't say deny that, well, you know, you have a broken arm and you say well my arm's not broken it's in a cast it's broken so he didn't say ignore it he didn't say deny it he said speak to it arm you be healed in the name of Jesus and what he wants you to do so we as saints of God have to you know 
speak the word of God. He didn't say have a positive uh positive thinking that I'm going to positively think this way. That's not what he said, even though positive thinking is better than negative thinking. But he wants us to speak his word. He wants us to speak to the mountain. Whatever is coming up in your face and saying it's not going to be. He said, you speak to that. You tell it where to go. And one of the um, translations I was reading, it says, you tell that mountain to move into another dimension, somewhere where you're not. I said, all right, I like that. You get out. You go somewhere else where I'm not. Sickness, you go somewhere where I'm not. And then, you know, I was reading, the Lord says, just like um, he said, you speak to this mountain and cast it in the sea. I said, see. Yeah. I said, okay. So now I know somewhere I have direction where to tell it to go. Right. He said, you speak to the mountain, you tell it to go to the sea. It's got to go. I said, and that hit me like a ton of bricks. I said, I've been sitting in nowhere, but I, you're going to the sea, buddy. Right. I, I'm doing what the word of God said. I tell you, that just blessed me. I have hopped all over my, all over my scriptures. But Mark 11, 23, let's go right there. Hallelujah. Because this is what the Lord wants for us. And my time is running out, so I'm going to be talking in warp speed. So, for verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and cast into the sea, shall not die on his heart, but shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. So he says, you speak it, tell it where to go, believe what you said. Yes. Speak to the mountain, tell it where to go, and believe what you said. I think that's pretty straightforward to me. He said, you know, believe my word. See, when you have confidence in the word of God, when you believe his word, when you've spent that time, when you have denied and disciplined your flesh through fasting and prayer and say, you will hear what the word of God says and you will not be moved, but out to the sea. I'm not stand, I'm not moving off of the word of God. Sickness, disease, infirmity, poverty, lack, uh, Anything that's coming against you, no peace of mind, all, all the sadness, depression, you've got to go to the sea. I'll cast you. I'm, tell, I'm telling you now where to go. You know, when, when Jesus, when he cast those demons that, that was legion, the legion said, well, Lord, this don't cast us anywhere. Can't can we just go into these pigs? Just cast us, so just let us go into the pigs. Yeah. The pigs had more sense than humans. Yeah. The pigs ran off and killed themselves. So we don't want these demons either. Right. They killed themselves. Here we people, normal human beings, That's will right. constantly, you know, go ahead and let the devil tell you anything, and you go ahead and do anything. And the Lord's telling you, no, sweetheart, don't that. And you just follow. You, you don't even have enough sense as a pig. That's right. Pigs said, no, we don't want these things. They're out of here. So what we did, they, they drowned them in the sea. Back to that sea again. Back to that sea. Says you speak to the mountains. So I, I want to know if you're speaking to the mountains. So t talk to the mountains. Matthew 21 and 21 says this. Jesus answered and said, Verily I say unto you, if you have faith and doubt not, ye shall say, Do this which is done to the fig tree, but also that ye shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, be thou cast in the sea, and it shall be done. He dried up the fig tree. So he said, you can do the same thing that I did with the fig tree. He cursed that fig tree at the root and it dried up. So if there's anything in your body that don't belong, God didn't put it in there, right. curse it at the root. It's got to dry up and go. Yes. If there's anything else going, you speak to it and say, you've got to go in the name of Jesus and begin to speak the word of God. Yes. You know, you're doing what the Lord says. God's going to give the increase. 
But you, our job is to speak the word. Our job is to get that word out of there. Speak the word. The NIVC says, go throw yourself into the sea. So whatever, you got to go. The message says, go jump in the lake. You tell it to go jump in the lake and it's got to go. So we, we have been so long praying to God to do something that he's already done. All right, can I, can I have your, your book for a minute? Now this, your book, this is his book and I've given it to him. He's got it. Now what would I look like fasting and praying? Lord, I want that book. Oh, please give me that book. He just gave me the book. Yeah. Then I just gave it. It's his book. He now has it. What would it be like? He's fasting. But I need my book. Oh, I'm going to turn down my plate and I'm going to fast until I get my book. Book's already in his hand. I'm believing I'm going to get that book. The book's already in his hand. Yeah. The Lord said, I've given you. I've given you everything. I've given you everything that pertains to life and godliness. Yeah. I've already given it to you. Why are you asking me to give you something I've already given you? Your job is to speak to this adverse situation that's facing you in your life, and you tell it where to go. You tell it where to go. He said, cast it into the sea. You don't even want to be bothered. You get it from another dimension, somewhere where I'm not. I said, that's right. You're out of here. Where I'm not, you got to be. Where I'm not. So I, you can't be here. You got to go to another dimension. Somewhere where I'm not. Somewhere where I'm not. You have to speak the word of God. Hallelujah. So our job as believers is to receive the word, speak the word, speak to our, speak to our mountains, say to them what they have. You give them direction. You give your, your mountain direction, what it's supposed to do, where it's supposed to go. You're praying to God to give it direction. God said, I did, I, I've, I've done my part. I want you now to receive what I've done, accept what I've done, believe when you speak what I said is going to be done. He says, I've done it. I've given you everything, everything, everything. Your job now is to receive. Can you receive? Can you do what the Lord says he wants you to do? He said, don't speak to the mountain, because if you don't speak to your mountain, your mountain will speak to you. If you don't speak to your mountain, your mountain will speak to you. And in the scripture, and what, 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 what's so amazing, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world, whosoever believed in him shall not perish. Let me go there so I can get it right. John 3, 16. I want you to hear this, whosoever. Because this, and I'm done. As soon as I finish this, I just, I just want you to know that. So we can take it to the word. And media, I'm sorry I didn't give this to you, but just, just popped. Um, I'm on the wrong number. Okay. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever, that whosoever, that whosoever, that whosoever. Okay, you heard that, right? Whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life. Whosoever, whosoever. So he's saying, that's a whosoever. And we believe that. We all believe that because we're all saved, okay? Mark eleven twenty three. Here's another whosoever. For verily I say unto you that whosoever, whosoever, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast in the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Whosoever. Why can you believe one whosoever and not the other whosoever? 
You believe that you believe that whosoever enough to get saved, to get redeemed and brought back out of the hand of the enemy, so that you know when you die you're not going to hell and burn forever. You believe that whosoever. What about this whosoever? He said, if whoever you are, if you speak to your mountain and tell it where to go, it's got to go. You believe it, I doubt. Are you a whosoever? Are you a whosoever? I'm a whosoever. You're a whosoever. So I want you to begin to speak to your mountains. Faith speaks. Deal with, deal with the unbelief. Whatever you have to do, whatever the Lord tells you to do, I tell you, when he told me to go on that fast, I was in for the long haul. I was, I was ready. I said, well, I've never done 40 days, but if you say so. I'm, I'm, and see, my body knew it. He said, she's going to kill us. She's going to kill us if we don't line up with what she's trying to get us to believe. So what? It had to walk in line. My body had to walk in line. Yours got to do the same thing. Your finances got to do the same thing. Wherever there is unbelief in an area where you're not receiving from God, there's a little unbelief there. So deal with that unbelief. Don't get so holy. I don't have any unbelief. Yeah, you do. Until you get to the place that everything you say comes to pass. There's a little something there that's holding you back. I'm not scolding you. I'm not mad at you because I had it too, you know. So what could I say? All I know is we got the answer to dealing with our unbelief. And you tell your body, you line up according to the word of God. Or you're going back on another fast. That, you know, I said, Lord, I, you know, I, I'm thankful that he's dealing with me. And I, and I, I say, look, I, I, want, I want signs and follow. For signs the one is following. If you speak your, your word is true forever settled in heaven. You say, I'm a whosoever. I'm a whosoever. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to support this ministry, consider giving online. Text keyword R-W-O-L-F-C to 77977 or through our free app. Search R-W-O-L-F-C in the App Store. For more information, visit www.R-W-O-L-F-C.com for articles, blog posts, message references, and our monthly calendar of events. 